enjoy living in Arkansas is because I know that while we are prone to tornadoes, we are prone to snow in April, and we are prone to 115 degree temperatures in the same week that we have 70 degree temperatures, I just know and can feel safe in the fact that you know what? I am not going to have to deal with a hurricane. No, 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 no. I'm not going to have to deal with a hurricane because I'm in a landlocked state. Just like I'm not going to have to deal with insanity from people claiming that a guy carrying an AR-15 into a crowd of protesters is not intentionally trying to start a problem. No, I just know that there is enough sense left in the world that people are not going to actually want to free a young man who walked into a crowd of protesters with his mind on his gun and his gun on his mind. But alas, this week, both of, both of those things, both of those things occurred. Welcome to Real Talk. My name is Drew Brent, episode number three. Sorry about the wait. I know, I know. Trying to get in on a schedule when you got a full-time job, when you got all these things happening. Couple of different uh, irons in the fire. My wife uh, is um, insanely busy. This uh, I need to congratulate her publicly on becoming Chaplain Jamie Brent. That's outstanding. She's doing great work for the Lord. And guess what? Despite your political views, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, the Marijuana Now Legal Party, whatever they call themselves. We can all still worship God, right? Right? I mean, no matter our politics, we can still come together and and, and love God as Christians, right? Apparently, that's also off the uh, limits, too. I'm going to talk about all that. <coughs> But first, I I had a grand plan of doing uh, what I'm calling an episode dump of dropping episodes three through ten all at one time, and I had this episode, episode three, already recorded. However, some stuff happened, as has been the case with 2020. By the way, did you hear the rumor? That there's an asteroid set to hit the Earth before the election? The day before, in fact. I'm just saying it could hurry up. Anyway. I know. I know in my heart. That there are going to be people who disagree with each other politically. I know in my heart that there's going to always be a difference of perspective and opinion when it comes to matters of controversy controversy for those folks who didn't quite get my attempt at humorous inflection. However, I never thought in a million years, never, in, never would have thought in a million years that somebody who straight up went to a public gathering with the intent of shooting someone would ever ever would ever be praised by people. I 
I would never believe that I would see a sitting president open up the White House lawn for a campaign event. And I would never believe that a president could have such a cult of personality. Could never believe that a man with his back turned to the police would be shot seven times. Never would have thought any of these things. But alas, that was our week right here in beautiful Russellville, Arkansas. And to be fair, I know there's a lot of perspective out there. And it all really depends on how you see things. I'm, I, I don't want to make a judgment about the specifics of what's this kid's name, Kyle, what's the kid's name, producer Joe, what's the kid's name, get the kid's name for me, Kyle, his last name starts with a D, but I don't, I can't remember how to pronounce it, Rittenhouse, so not, not with a D, thanks producer Joe, Kyle Rittenhouse is the, uh, is the young man who stood in a crowd of protesters, walked into or, or walked and approached a crowd of protesters with an AR-15. Now, look, if you are not familiar with the story, let me kind of catch you up a little bit as to what this was, well, what exactly happened here, Okay. Kyle Rittenhouse, and I'm going to look up the Chicago Tribune for my source material on this. All right, we're not going to go to CNN, Fox News. Um, this from the Chicago Tribune, Dan Hinkle writes this from yesterday. Wisconsin prosecutors have charged Lake County teenager Kyle Rittenhouse with murder and a host of other offenses in a court filing accusing him of fatally shooting two people and wounding a third during violent demonstrations over Sunday's police shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha. The charges Kenosha County prosecutors filed Thursday evening accused the 17-year-old, 17, from Antioch, of first-degree intentional homicide, first-degree reckless homicide, two counts of first-degree recklessly endangering safety, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, and possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. Uh, the, the shootings came Tuesday night as civilians armed with rifles inserted themselves into violent demonstrations that raged for three nights in the city just over the Wisconsin border. The protests clashed with, uh, excuse me, the protests clashes with police and fires followed an officer shooting of Blake, 29-year-old black man who, according to a video, appeared to have had his back turned to the cop who fired. Now, it is important to note that these two incidents are inextricably linked. Okay. First off, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, depending on on what information you were able to um, ascertain, Jacob Blake was no matter no matter what was happening, he was confronted by the police and was shot seven times in the back. Okay. Now there are video uh, folks who say that you can. You can see that clearly he was trying to um, garner a weapon. He had a weapon in his hand. Even though his back was turned, he had a weapon in his hand. No matter, this gentleman was shot seven times. And by the way, his kids were right there. 
So, so here you have another instance of a of a person of color being shot by police. Now, granted, granted, the video to for me is inconclusive as to what he was attempting to do, but it's not inconclusive that his back was turned and he was shot seven times. So, as has been the case in the United States of America for the last two years, when the police shoot somebody of color who was either trying to flee or was not an imminent danger at the moment, and by the way, this video, I will submit to you, I still believe that there's a little bit of inconclusiveness, but still no reason to shoot somebody seven times. As is the case when these things kind of happen, protests break out in Kenosha and enter in 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse. When you go back and look at his social media, you find that this gentleman, call him a gentleman, is an avid Trump supporter, no problem with that. Avid Blue Lives Matter supporter, no problem with that. That's kind of the media spin that they're putting on this, and I take some offense to that. I would say, too... I would say, too, um, that the the media spin on this is going to be incredibly important. It's something that I'm going to criticize here in a few moments. But what you need to know about Kyle Rittenhouse is he shows up to these protests, protesting the shooting of Jacob Blake. He's 17 years old, former police cadet, and he shows up with an AR-15. Shows up with an AR-15. Now, here's a problem. When you are 17 and you show up to any gathering and you have been intentional about bringing a particular accessory, then you want to bring attention to that accessory. For Mr. Rittenhouse, that accessory was an AR-15. You can't tell me. Now, this is speculative, and I get that, but I'm not doing news right now. I'm giving opinions, so I'll say what I want. You can't tell me that this kid did not show up. And by the way, he's addressed as a kid in the media or a minor in the media. If this was a 17-year-old black kid, he'd probably be called a thug. Just a side note there. But you can't tell me that this vigilante didn't show up hoping to get to shoot somebody. And by the way, if you see a kid like that who's brandishing an AR-15 in the middle of a protest, don't you first think, holy crap, he's coming to kill us. And so if there was a group of people who were a little bit frustrated, who were a little bit afraid, who were a little bit, you know, uh, weary about this kid carrying an AR-15, don't you think that their reaction would be one of uh, uh, fright? One of fear? This kid did not show up to keep the peace. He didn't. He showed up like a cosplayatriot trying to make sure that everybody sees what a great police American he is, and he killed two people. You shot a black man in the back seven times, and this guy, Kyle Rittenhouse, shows up with trouble on his mind. Shows up with trouble on his mind. Now... I'm seeing free Kyle Rittenhouse on Facebook. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, he had pre he had priors. 
Here's their argument. Watch it. It's coming. Jacob Blake had priors. He wasn't supposed to be on premises. Whatever story is concocted, okay? Let me tell you something. There is a domestic dispute. I mean, all of those things. If these things are true, they're horrible. But please, once again, help me understand that even in the midst of a domestic dispute, if somebody has their back turned to you, if you think they've got a weapon, if you shoot them even once to disable them, that's enough, right? We're not just talking. I'm not even talking. Or let's 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 take when it comes to Jacob Blake. Let's take whether or not the police needed to shoot him out of the picture. Let's, for hypothetical argument's sake, say yes, they were justified. Okay, just just for the hypothetical argument's sake, let's say that they were justified in that. Were they justified then in shooting him seven times? Here's the answer. No. And so when people of color start to march the streets once again to say, hey, we are sick of this crap happening. And then you have these guys. The guys like Kyle Rittenhouse. The guys who are going to bring up their AR-15s, all of their guns. And by the way, I don't have a problem with guns. I like guns. Grew up on guns. I'll protect my family. But I don't look go looking for trouble. I won't. What does this guy think he is? He's 17 years old. And then the cops told him how much they appreciated him. You, 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 do we not see a major issue with something like this? Now, let's talk about these militias. A group of people there is a sect of people that believe that these um, protesters are coming to kill everybody. They're coming to destroy your way of life. They're coming to murder you and your family. And the only way to protect yourself, by the way, is to arm yourself and prepare to fight because they are coming for your way of life. They will not kneel before our flag. They will not trample on our belief system. And therein lies the question... Because the next part of that is because we are Americans and if they don't like what it is that we like, then they can't be Americans too. And my question is, since when did these dress-up G.I. Joe wannabes decide what America actually is? You see, I have no problem with guns. I have no problem with defending your family, defending your property even, okay? I don't even have a problem with that. If your property is being threatened, and even then, I really hope that you would have enough restraint to not murder someone. But even then, you have the right to protect yourself. But at the same time, these tinfoil hat wearing nut jobs stock up on ammunition and guns and start talking about how they are going to defend the real America. 
Name me what real America actually is, and just how in the hell do you think it's even defense when you have a kid who's 17 showing up to a protest with an AR-15 hoping to God somebody says something cross to him so that he can blow them away. And all of a sudden, he got his wish. He's, got, he's getting his wish. He's a hero. He's a hero to some of these people. This kid is being exalted as being a defender of American freedom. We have lost our minds. And all of this, all of this happening while the Democrats and the Republicans have decided to hold their conventions and i and i sw- i'm going to switch gears here real talk episode 3 drew brent thanks for joining us um switching switching gears here i saw a meme on facebook has a fake picture of joe biden at a campaign rally accepting the nomination for president it's it's clearly photoshopped uh, him and kamala and it's and it's actually from a speaking engagement back in march before covid really took off and some of my closest Republican friends are sharing that going, well, I guess Joe Biden doesn't care about the coronavirus. It's a fake photo. And if it's not a fake photo, it's a fake caption. Because it's from March. And then these same people, these same hypocritical people, share a photo of Trump in front of the White House using the People's House as a campaign prop and thousands out front, no social distancing, very few masks. And they're going to celebrate this guy who joked about wanting 12 more years in office. Well, first off, that'd make you 86 years old. We, we, sometimes my, my grandpa's not allowed to control the remote, so we're sure not going to give an 84-year-old man the nuclear launch codes, are we? I mean, surely we're not. But that's, that's not even, that's, that's beside the point. What gets me is now, Joe Biden is going to destroy America. In the Joe Biden America, you're going to have rioting and lawlessness. You know, kind of like in Trump's America now. And somehow, 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 do you know what is really getting to me? We are coming up on the 2020 election. A full term for Donald Trump. And somehow, some of this crap is still Obama's fault. My God, we really did get that third Obama term, didn't we? Then you have the controversy, the social media controversy about God was omitted from the Democratic National Convention. The Republicans, they didn't omit God. They are the true Christians. They are the defenders of our purity and our innocence. They are the real patriots. They are playing you. They will manipulate your emotions to get you to feel star-spangled awesome while all at the same time they are proposing suspending the payroll tax which helps working Americans in the short term and really screws them on the back end. It's a political ploy. I mean, and it's a great political ploy, by the way. 
That conversation happens, and you see the memes that, well, the Democrats oppose this because it helps working people. No, they, that's not true. That's not true at all. I don't understand how the haters of fake news four years ago are now the perpetrators of fake news four years later, but yet here we are. Trump gets to stand in front of the White House, President Trump, I should say, gets to stand in front of the White House, talk about the evil Joe Biden and all the terrible things that are going to happen in his America while completely ignoring the terrible things that are currently happening in Mr. Trump's America. You have supporters who are literally saying, we want a guy who killed two people in cold blood freed. There's not even a comment. And then, and then I saw the most offensive thing I have seen in this election. If you don't vote for Trump, you are anti-American and anti-Christian. Now, I want to take you back 10 years, okay? Let's pretend that this is 2010. And I tell you, you know who I believe really, really sums up American values and American Christianity? Donald Trump. You know, the guy who wrestled at WrestleMania three years prior to that. The guy who has famously cheated on wives... The guy who is a reality show star, a media mogul, a business mogul. Nothing wrong with any of those things. Not disparaging him for that. And if he had stayed in his lane, then yeah, I think President Trump, or at least Donald Trump, goes down as a bona fide legend in the media world. Maybe for the wrong reasons, kind of in the same vein as like a Jerry Springer, but he's there. But no, as president, as president, he has shown too many times this incessant need to be dictatorial. And now his base is claiming that he is the, the total package as it pertains to Christianity and to America. I'm about to say something that may get me shot, but I've got to say it. America is not a Christian nation. And for the foundation and fundamental existence of America, it should not be. That does not mean that I don't want to see more people come to Christ and come to my belief system. I believe that. I want that. But I don't believe it should be legislated. Because if you're attempting to legislate it, you're going to kill the existence of America. You're going to create a theocracy. You know, the thing that they were trying to avoid back in the 1760s and 70s, which led to the revolution of the 1776 and the creation of America to begin with. How do these people get to say that voting against Trump is a vote against God. Well, the first thing that they're going to invoke is abortion. They're going to say that, you know, if you vote for Joe Biden, if you vote for any Democrats, then you are pro-abortion and you're pro-killing babies and you hate America and you hate God. And so, therefore, you 
are a bad America, you're a bad Christian. You're trying to destroy America. Yet. It should be noted that Donald Trump was not the, quote, most pro-life president ever. At least that's not where he was trending. Donald Trump was not anti-abortion back in the day. In fact, he was pro-abortion. And he even said... He was a Democrat. You know, that thing that most of my um, mega conservative, mega, you know, these tinfoil hat wearing folks, um, not to say all Republicans are like this, but I'm talking about the ones who really believe that everything's a conspiracy. The, 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 the ones that said that all Democrats are evil, godless liberals who are trying to destroy America. Yeah, Donald Trump said he was one of those back in the mid-2000s. But people change. People change. Donald Trump changed to be a better person. But Joe Biden didn't, by God. He didn't change. He's he's horrible. He's been in the government 40 years, did nothing good of note, you know, except helping, you know, champion uh, President Obama's Affordable Health Care Act, which, you know, helped tend to, I think it was 20 million people get more health insurance and better access to health care. But, you know, aside from that. So now a vote against Trump is a vote against God. Donald J. Trump now, the conservatives, the conservative strategy in the South, the Republican strategy in the South, is to marry Republicans to Jesus. As long as they can do that, they'll never lose. And they're going to say they're baby killers. Now listen, I vehemently oppose abortion. But I can say that to equate Republicanism or even America with God breaks another one of the commandments, and it's the first one, which is, Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. And the problem with that is that America, and now Donald J. Trump, are slowly becoming the idols that the Lord warned against. You see, I believe that the hardcore Trump supporters are suffering from... And this may be controversial. I hope I don't torpedo any career that I have left without when I say this. But in dealing with people who have been in abusive relationships, the Trump relationship with his hardcore, ardent supporters, it looks a lot like that. You know... Well, I don't care that he does these things. You don't know what he's like behind closed doors. Same kind of a thing. Donald Trump's good for America. I don't care if he's a bad person. He's good. He's good for our family. He's doing good. Despite the fact that a lot of the policies that he has proposed are uh, not good for the people who are supporting him the most. You know, the poorest white Americans who have been, you know, championing his policies have no idea that the payroll tax cut that he was talking about in the last couple of weeks would destroy them in taxes next year. But he's pro-life. No, he was only pro-life to get elected. Well, he's pro-God. 
Yeah. Ask him about his faith. This measure of faith that we demand of our candidates. You don't care if Donald Trump is a Christian. You don't care if Donald Trump has a personal relationship with God. You just want to make sure that he's going to push the values that you want. And he's going to do anything he has to do to make sure he keeps your vote. He didn't believe any of this. He'll say whatever he has to say and do whatever he has to do. Up to and including holding a ridiculous, a ridiculous final night of the RNC at the White House. As if it's his home. Only for a little bit. That's the people's house. The beautiful thing about America is it's democracy. And Trump has pissed all over that more than once with things that he has said. He wanted to try to get himself on Mount Rushmore. Is there any more self-grandizing person ever? (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that Joe Biden is the Savior. I'm saying Jesus Christ is. But I still have problems with this notion that America is a Christian nation. It's not. America, by its very nature, is a nation that is described as a melting pot of all races, breeds, creeds, religions, orientations. That's who, that's the real America. You can't look at somebody and say, man, they look like an American because there's, there's no such thing. Well, maybe the, the natives, they, they definitely, they get to say that. The natives definitely say that. We kind of stole this. But beyond that, when you equate American values with Christianity, you are looking at the Chinese Christian and saying, you're not really a Christian. When you equate American values with Christianity, you're looking at folks from third world countries who are actually wondering if they get to be real Christians because, you know, they're not American. It's this part of Americana that baffles my mind. You know, that we've got the real, we've got the real inroad on God. You're destroying Christianity. These people are destroying Christianity. The people who are on the fence about Christ are going to look at that and say, I don't want to have to wear a MAGA hat to be a Christian, so therefore, I'm bouncing. I don't want to be hateful, so I'm out of here. Bouncing, see ya. And some of you are going to take a great deal of offense to that, but the problem with that is, is that it's true. You have to start making a decision about what kind of person you're going to be. I can be an American Christian. I can be a Christian American. But they are not one and the same. And Christian Americans have the same rights as Muslim Americans. Stop talking badly about our Muslim brethren. Yes, there are radical Islam. There there is radical Islam. There's no doubt about that. But there's radical Christianity too. You know... Like a guy who walks into a protest hoping to God to shoot somebody in the name of America in the name of the Lord. You see, the radical right 
is becoming all of the things that they hated 20 years ago. The radical right is starting to look like, oh boy, I don't know if I can even say this out loud, the radical right, the extreme right. I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about the ones who are even more more far right than that. The ones who are wearing the tinfoil hats, loading up all their weapons because they're, they're, they're coming to get your guns, you know. They are becoming the thing that they hate. The ones who will use violence and incite violence. The ones who are prepared to use weapons. The ones who are willing to say that their belief is the only belief. They are willing to kill people for their nationalism and their religion. Who does that sound like? They're four planes away from 9-11. That's what they're becoming. The extreme left, they've become so open-minded that their brains have fallen out. You can't tell me that that uh, this whole, uh, we haven't even got to talk about defund the police, which is the dumbest slogan ever. It's the dumbest idea ever. Maybe you want to refund mental health as opposed to defunding the police. Maybe you should say it like that. Stop making the police out to be the worst of the worst because I know that there is an epidemic in this country, but you cannot stop the marginalization of uh, one group by marginalizing a second group. That defeats your whole purpose. You don't really want equality at that point. So here you have the extreme right and the extreme left coming against one another in what only looks looks like to be a social civil war and the moderates in the middle have no place left even though that's where any kind of intelligence lies that's why you've got people like donald trump in office who takes the absolute worst he exacerbates it he makes it worse and then he wins on that telling you that if you elect joe biden then you will be opening up in america a pandora's box if you will of terrorism greed destruction and despair despite the fact that that's what you've seen in the last year under president donald trump And so now the extreme right says, I, I said, I meant to say the extreme right. I ended up saying extreme white, uh, 40 and slip maybe. The extreme right says, nope, it's time to marginal. It's, it's time to militia. It's time to, time to mobilize and get ready. There are people in your town right now that believe this. They are the same kinds of people who carried their AR-15s. To show, I mean, and they were, were they trying to keep a peace? No. Don't give me that crap. You were trying to strong arm. You were trying to intimidate. You were trying to silence with some kind of big bad gun. Well, let me tell you something. People in my family have been shot 
We don't mess around with any of that kind of crap, and you won't intimidate people who are trying to make a good social distance by carrying a Confederate flag, your AR-15, and trying to make some kind of point that you're a real American. Those kinds of people can bite me because they're not real Americans. They are the kind of cosplatriots that pretend that they get to do something that really they shouldn't get to do at all. They're the kind of people who absolutely, absolutely are the most dangerous kinds because they have no real idea of what real America looks like. And if it sounds like I'm angry, you're right. I am. These are the kinds of people that give Jesus a bad name. They're the kinds of people that make the American flag look like absolute trash. They're the ones who say, well, if you're walking on my flag, I'll just shoot you. Okay, fantastic. I kind of understand the sentiment. But at the same time, if you cannot understand that there is a plight, a plight of discrimination, a plight against black Americans, a plight against the poorest Americans in this country, and your best response is to carry an AR-15 around acting like you're the biggest in the the baddest well that gun may be big but something else is small buddy and then you have the audacity to say that america's a christian nation when that crap happens no we're not because we're not acting like christians we're acting like bullies and the social civil war that these people want? There's no room for words for them. These are the kinds of people that have sold their soul. They're the most dangerous. The only way to beat people like this is to win with love. Do I sound like a hippie? Yes. But you cannot fight hate with hate. You cannot fight violence with violence. It hardly ever works. You cannot destroy. You cannot destroy that which wants to kill you with equally worse weapons. In fact, I was typing, I wanted to get this quote right. Dr. King, returning hate for hate multiplies hate. Adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And so there you have the way that we defeat extremism and how you make America a nation full of Christians real Christians put your weapons down I even saw a post the other day I'm an American weapons are part of my religion you ain't a Christian then I serve almighty God awesome I appreciate that Let's start acting like it. When somebody puts up a Black Lives Matter banner over the top of the bridge at Clarksville, your first response should not be all lives matter. It should be, what can I do? What can I do to help you? 
how can we make this thing better together? And if that was, if that's what we did, we wouldn't have to worry. We wouldn't have to fight like we do anymore. That's the abbreviated episode three. I had to get this one off my chest. I'm working on episode four and five right now, so hopefully have those done in the next couple of days. I'm promising you nothing, but I am hoping that we will have that done. Um, Till then, take care of each other. Take care of each other. Be kind to one another. Not like in the Ellen be kind uh, to one another, but like legitimately be kind to one another. Make a difference, not excuses. Give God all the place, honor, and glory. Folks, I'll see you next time. Take care.